This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, second Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. All right. All right, we're back. Hey this guys. is our Combat Con wrap up episode. Yeah, so we lied. Uh, we said we were going to do one from Combat Con, but we were too busy doing Didn't things. Um, it, this is so, Vegas. Yeah. There was you don't Vegas. Got time to record a podcast in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, we did. I don't know how the audio came out. We did record. We had a uh, workshop lecture um, that we did with Jared Wilson of the Martial Thoughts podcast. We did record it. Uh, I'm going to go through it and we'll phone. see. Yeah. We'll see how it came out. So we'll see how it came out. But there was some really. So we, we did a workshop or a lecture on podcasting as it relates to martial arts uh, that Jared actually put together and uh, what do you call that when you lead the conversation moderated Purple moderated yeah um so thank him very much for that i thought yeah. he did a really good job did a really good job of sort of laying out some things um that uh, you know why podcasting can be uh, an important part of martial arts or how it can be used to further martial thoughts it's interesting, interesting you know jared, jared said this several times uh while we were podcasting that um he has a general martial arts podcast meaning you know he'll cover all different kinds of martial arts i feel like he's a, a real interesting uh listen for that like he hits a lot of the really good people uh, in different areas of martial arts and so you know if you're trying to figure out just what your martial art journey is about that might be a good podcast for you to listen to um, and I think that's very uh, poignant for what we're going to talk about right yeah. now. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's got a good podcast. It was funny seeing us sit side by side with him just because um, we all have similar interests, you know. Uh, he's done Aikido and Aikido adjacent things for a long time, and obviously that's our main focus. Um, but it's so interesting because his podcast is so different than ours in many ways because he's kind of on its own but um doing interviews with people and getting to select all these different um martial arts to learn about and it's uh not that ours isn't (laughs) isn't informational but like he kind of gets to go through like learn a lot of different stuff about different things and we're much delve in some history and yeah you know tell some stories i feel like uh he was talking about some podcasts that he did that that felt a little more like you know long form storytelling kind of thing where he could delve into someone who had written a book about something and really right. like get into the the heart of that kind of stuff so um and i think that's really interesting contrasting contrasting with our podcast which is much more just kind of conversational and off the cuff and you know what are we talking about today guys right. so um i don't know i think it just kind of goes to show how uh like we had said in the in the conversation that like it, it podcasts can be so uh there can be such a variety of different kinds of podcasts and they all kind of contribute something different Um, which I felt a lot of when we were in combat con in general you know just like walking past different classes and the classes that we did do like that uh there's just so many different things going on you know there are people competing people um walking around in their um I don't know, like all their HEMA gear all geared up or whatever. Or their Jedi gear. Jedi gear, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, medieval. Right, yeah. Or, you know, whatever it is. Totally. Yeah. It's always hilarious watching people walk through the uh, the casino or the hotel with right. swords and like, oh, that's one of the right. conventioners right. and there are all these weird I people. I feel like giving them weird looks. most people did a little better than we did uh, in uh, they, they have some sort of 
bag or something that they keep the swords in. Whereas <laughs> if you've seen, there's pictures of us just carrying random swords. So we should like, post those. I'll post those on the Patreon. Um, just so you can. See. Oh man, it is. We just had all sorts of stuff. <clears throat> so here maybe is a good place to start with this, which is um, so stepping outside of your martial arts comfort zone and putting yourself in a position like this where um so this isn't an aikido thing right i mean this combat con is not an aikido thing it's not even a japanese uh martial arts thing so you know for us to come in and do we did other stuff but for us to come in and do uh aikido is a very kind of strange thing in a lot of ways yeah also, to come in as uh, people who do Aikido, mostly study it, um, and take a saber class, or in the past, you know, we've taken sort of some, some like, gun classes, uh, or, you know, knife defense classes that were clearly not Japanese in nature. Um, there is a benefit, I feel like, to doing that, to stepping outside yeah. the comfort zone and seeing where... So maybe we could talk a little bit about that because um, I feel like that was one of the things when we first started going to Combat Con, and especially the first year that we went, um, it gave me a whole new, renewed sense of my own martial ability, you know? And, yeah. like, obviously, you know, I do, I do Aikido. But being able to see it in the context of everything else and being yeah. able to pick up, like, oh, yeah, we're doing this other, complete other thing but I've seen these movements before. I've seen these ideas before. Um, was really, for me, it was like a nice, almost a pivotal moment um, in like giving me some confidence to go, oh no, I know what I'm doing, you know. Um, whereas going into it that first year was like, I'm going to take some time. I don't know how this is going to. It's funny, you know, so that, uh, that imposter complex, you know, and like we all get it where it's like, you know, you, you know, wherever you work, uh, there was probably a time at your job where even though you were capable of doing the job, you felt like you were lying to everybody. And, and, you know, one day, like someone's going to find out your boss is going to find out you really don't know how to do your fucking job. And, and then, you know, like everyone's going to be like, ah, you lied to us, you know, like everybody gets that all the time. Uh, I have a story about that related Aikido, but I think for Josh, that was like, you know, because when Josh started doing martial arts, started doing martial arts with me, and he really didn't want to be a martial artist. He just he liked to be physically active. Didn't want to become a big fatso, and wanted to have some reason, some <laughs> reason not to be a big fatso. You know what I'm saying? Right, is yeah, so like yeah. and like just working out wasn't enough yeah, for him. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't want to just be a workout guy. What the fuck's that? You know, so um. So he started doing martial arts as a, as a way to like be physically active, and so I always think he thought of martial arts secondary, like I'm a martial artist secondary or something. And then we after went to Combat Con the first time, and he got to see a lot of different martial artists, good martial artists doing things, and they were confused about if Josh had done their martial art or not because he could play it off so well that they were like, oh, do you do this? And Josh was like, no, I don't do that. I think that's when, that was the first time that you really were like, uh, oh, I'm a martial artist. Right. That's a real know? nice compliment yeah. to get from anyone is, oh, have you done this before? Yeah. Right. It feels very nice. I definitely felt that last year when we went, when I went for the first time, like, like, oh God, like, am I going to embarrass myself and not knowing whatever it is we're doing, which is dumb because of course the whole point you go into a class is to learn something and so they don't expect you to know anything, but you know, that weird, like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, if I'm qualified enough for this. Um, but it was pleasantly surprising in getting to go and be like, oh, like, you know, I am learning something new, but uh, there are so many 
overlaps, so many patterns with other things. I think that's like um, always fun to see the the similarities between things as well as the differences, you know, um, getting to see like, oh, this isn't that different a body movement or this isn't that different of a principle that you use in this thing versus that thing, whatever. Sword fighting, sword fighting, you know, right. whatever it is. So that's always fun, you know, and this year I think I felt like I kind of built on last year's like, oh, I'm, I'm more okay than I thought I was with these things, which is always nice. Um, well, and it's good to see, you know, that uh, practitioners at a high level are practitioners at a high level, you know. Um, and so if you are a, a black belt in your thing, you are a high-level practitioner doing high-level practitioner shit. So you should be able to fit in with other people who are who are doing the same. Uh, and if you don't, well, then maybe, you know, you might want to start thinking about some, some stuff. I think, um, I think, and I mean, I think this is kind of what we started talking about before we go on on um, right now. But, like... If you, you know, and I think a lot of Aikido people feel like this, and that's that's what's going on right now in the Aikido community, is a lot of people are getting to the black belt level, and they don't fundamentally understand martial arts as a whole well enough to, like, field questions from other martial artists, you know? And so that's a little bit of a problem. And, and you know, like, you know, for myself and my own work at this point, like, I'm really working towards, like, a unified theory of martial arts, you know? Like, I think I think it's quite possible to take all martial arts systems and break them down into a few simple sets of rules and ideas. And then, you know, it's not to say that those styles are, are not interesting and unique. They are interesting and unique, but it's the way that they're blending those certain ideas right. to say, like, oh, this is overall a good way we think to be, you know? Yeah, the strategies right. of the system. Right, exactly right. And so that's, that's a special blend of those things. But the truth is martial arts, I really believe, can, can be broken down into really simple sets of rules. And if you get to become a high-level practitioner in any martial art, you should roughly understand those rules, whether we all call them by the same names or not, you know, because, you know, I'm constantly learning new names. Like people say, oh, you know, we call this, you know, opposition or we call this whatever it is. They call the different thing. But it's like I can quickly go like, oh, okay, that's what this is in this system or this system or this system. You, you know? can start to build like a map in your head of things and, you know, the labels, the you know, the the names of the different cities and towns and things might be different. But it's still the layout's the same. Right. You can start to fill in different pieces and, you know, there, there are mountains here and valleys there. And, oh, yeah, I see what that looks like. Right. And, and and what a mountain is and what a valley is and right. what a meadow is and what a, you know, like. And how those things change into one another. Right. And, and when right. you start to see those same patterns, then you go, oh, okay, this this puzzle piece fits in over here. You know, I, I've shaded in a new part of the map or really it's just the same part that I already saw. Right. Um, with a different flavor, a different color or something. Um, yeah, I think that's what's really good about just really, I think we can, I think in Aikido especially, we tend to be so insular uh, without even meaning to, you know? And it's partially just because, like, most of us don't live our lives traveling and going places and spending a lot of time outside of wherever it is that our circle of influence is, you know? So you spend probably most of your time just at the same dojo because, you know, that's right. that's where you are. Um, you know, and so it's like you only get to see, and I'm speaking as much from my own, you know, my own experience as anybody else's, but it's like you just go to what's closest and the most convenient and what you're used to, you know, and so then that's that's your whole world, you know, and if yeah. it's just one martial art, then it's like not only is it one group of people, but it's and one, one, world one martial view, art, yeah. one thing, you it, know. It's funny too, a lot of people, you know, who do Aikido, for example, 
um, if they do other martial arts, they tend to either do Japanese martial arts, right? right so like right, I right, do right. ninjutsu, I do karate, I do judo, I do stuff whatever, that's right? In the same, right? Yeah. Or they do stuff like oh, I do sistema, right? So sistema is Russian, so very different, right? Except no. Um, a lot of the concepts are really the same. The the way of being is the same, and the kind of people who study are, are the yeah, same. Yeah. You know, or oh, I study Chinese internal martial arts. Like oh, that's Chinese. It's very different. No, the, a lot of the blends are the same. A lot of the movements are the same, and the kind of people studying are the same. Yeah. So like seeing vastly different people is really interesting and that's what combat con is good for because there are people who are like brass tacks tactical people there there are people who are totals uh, head in the clouds fantasy people there there are traditionalists of varying different things you know so you see you know people who are really into spanish stuff really into english stuff really into you know whatever culture like into that that's very different than you know, would be doing Aikido. So it's interesting to see all those different people and like, how does what I know measure up? And, and not like meaning, am I better? Just right. meaning Could like, I fight them or yeah, like, not, yeah, not, not like, like that. Like, but yeah. like, do I understand what they're saying and why they would say that? You know, what's also awesome is, especially for, or I felt like this, you know, uh, when you are a high level at your own thing. To have to step back and then become a beginner again yeah. is really yeah. kind of nice. And yeah. especially when you're becoming a beginner at something that is outside, completely outside of the thing that you do. So you don't have ne- maybe the necessary reference points um, of things and you really are happy to grasp. I think that's really cool. So it's fun to, like, you know, uh, do something completely. Di- you know, so last year, uh, we probably talked about this, but me and Maya did the uh, stunt falling class or stunt rolling class or something like that um and so we went in and it's like yeah we know how to roll we're awesome we like roll, the kind of falls like, you would do in movies right, right right yeah yeah movie movie falls um and so we're doing all these roles you know and you know the thing about it is like we do them well which is a problem if you're trying to make it look like you are falling right, right? getting hurt it's supposed right, to be dramatic right. and we're right. like and so pretty, we're, yeah know? and so <laughs> it's like you have to stop and rethink and figure out like you know, okay, so I know how to do this, but in some ways, maybe I have to unlearn some things so that I could relearn. Um, and I just, I think it's a, a really uh, good experience, and it's probably, you know, something that everyone can can benefit from in yeah. some way. You know, I, and yeah, I think when I went to the, um, which, and this has been the first thing in a, in a while that I had done this with with martial martial arts, uh, the. Uh, women's seminar that I went to in Santa Cruz I felt like even though it was Aikido you know and I was like oh, oh yeah I'll be fine you know I, I do Aikido all the time it was so different the Aikido was so different than what I was used to that it was like a, in some ways like a whole different thing you know um, and that really forced me to go like one kind of check myself in terms of like I do know a lot but I know a lot about the way that we do things you know right. and so it is very different and there are definite overlaps but you know even though we do have the same names for things where those names may mean something different um, so it's always fun to like even if it is something that is close to what you think you are doing like really kind of it forces you to check yourself and go like you know what is different about this thing or you know how can i see the thing that i do all the time differently or how can i suspend my own bullshit and actually learn what it is that they're teaching me even if it's something that i feel i already know right um i always i feel like and i've said this a lot like i think that um you know learning a subject is like or learning a 
yeah, subject, is like looking at a gemstone. And so when you study, like so say we're talking about learning martial arts, you study uh, a martial art, you're studying a facet of the gemstone, you know, and you, you're looking at it really close and you're learning all the details of that single facet. And then the first time someone spins the gym just a little bit and you see a new facet, you go, this is a new thing. Like it's totally <laughs> yeah, different, you know, totally. and you're shocked, right? And then after you spin between those two facets a little bit, you're like, oh, no, they're part of the same thing. And then as time goes on, the more you study it, it's like you can pull the gemstone away and see the whole thing and spin the whole thing and see, you know, it's got 30 facets or whatever, right? And understand that all those facets are unique and different and yet all part of the same gemstone, you know? like. And then, then once you, like, really get mastery of it, you can turn it all kinds of different directions and realize that no matter what, it's always the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and to me, as a, as a martial artist, that's what you should be looking to do. And, like, so, you know, it depends on what your subject is. So if your, your subject is just Aikido, then, like what you were saying, you know, like, um, you got shown another facet of Aikido. And like for a second, you're like, oh my God, I mean, I remember when you came back from that seminar, you had this look like, I don't know if I really know as much as I think I know, you know? Yeah. And then after we talked about it, you're, you're like, oh yeah, I do understand. Okay, I understand what that is, you know? And so I think you got to spin between two facets a little bit, you know? And and it's like, it's good because like I, I really, really wanted to to suspend my own judgment. So I didn't want to put my own shit on it as much as I possibly could suspend judgment. Um and so in some ways, like, because I did that, like, I, I I did see it in different ways. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so totally different. And then right. as we were talking about it, I was able to re-kind of integrate it into my knowledge and go, oh, okay. Oh, okay. It, things are, are much more, it's the same. It's much more related than I thought it was. Yeah. And I think it's really the same with anything you start doing. So this is sort of relatable related here because uh of things being the same and different so uh so we took a uh saber class mm -hmm. at combat con um and the way it was run uh looking back on it now was really probably very similar i would say to like an aikido weapons class in that um you know there are there's some bowing things that we do or it's not bowing i guess in, in the salute saber, but there's like a, a, salute, a ritualistic th thing that we do yeah um they take us through some forms or whatever we do little warm-ups um and then you know we we learn uh some of the techniques and then at the end we get to have a little f fun and play um did that guy i mean did that how is that sort of the european version of training or whatever or the class because it was definitely a traditional art right like mm -hmm. we're learning they can trace their lineage back you know of masters of this thing all the way back whatever to yeah renaissance yeah um so it's definitely a traditional martial arts have been passed on past um and in a lot of ways it felt the same but it's also very different you know mm -hmm. um but i think it was you if you you might go into it thinking like, oh, it's a completely different thing, but it's not. I mean, the the, the ideas are the same. The, the way that you're going to be approaching things is probably the same, even because it's a traditional martial art, yeah? There's only so many ways to teach a martial art class, you know, and, and basically most all martial art classes, no matter what you're doing, are going to probably consist, of, unless like specialty classes, but general classes are going to consist of uh, some kind of introduction, hello, warm-ups, right? So like, 
you know, a bow in or a hey guys, welcome or a clap or a something, right? Then it's going to be some kind of warm up y thing like, hey, let's start moving around a little. And that can be either be on your own or group set of exercises. Then we're probably going to drill some stuff, right? Go through some footwork patterns, things, or some hand stuff, or the stuff that you're going to need every single class that's absolutely essential to the martial art, you know? We're all going to roll together. We're all going to, you know, that kind of thing. Um, then you're going to um, get a lesson that's put together by the instructor, right? So like a set of forms, a set of techniques, a set of things that like uh, convey an idea that the instructor is trying to convey. And then at the end, depending on the martial art, you're going to do some geowaza, some sparring, some kind of free play practice to then try and integrate those that lesson into your regular practice. I mean, that's a general uh, – look, I've done – sport martial arts, European martial arts, American martial arts, Japanese, Chinese, Filipino. I mean, I've done a lot of martial arts. That's the basic structure yeah. of, a, of martial arts, you know. So, you know, if you do martial arts, you're probably familiar with that structure, and that's probably what you're going to do. So it's nice. It's comforting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is really go, comforting. Oh, yeah, I, this is the part in the class where we swing sticks a little bit and not have to worry about the forms. Oh, here's our forms training now. Right. You know, whatever, so. Yeah. It's funny because, like, when you look at, say, the, 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 the saber class or um, any, uh, like, foil fencing or that kind of stuff, they have the same, you know, they have a certain kind of gear they like to use and uh, stuff they like to wear, and they have their little salute that they do, and it's all, like, um, but it, it seems so, like, looks completely different from, say, Aikido, but... It, it's all the same right. shit, if you know? You, if you let that shit wash over you and you go, oh, that padded jacket is like a hakama. Got it, you know? Right, right, right. That um, that sword is just like our sword. It looks different, but it basically serves as a sword. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and start seeing the similarities as opposed to the, the differences. You know, I remember when I first started looking at Daitoryu, um, and I remember people saying, you know, oh, it's it's very similar to Aikido. And I was like, fuck that. They don't, people don't know what they're saying, you know. <laughs> and then, I don't know, it was, you know, maybe a month or so into studying it that all of a sudden, like, my my vision got reset. And I was like, oh, my God, it's exactly like Aikido, you know. Technically, the technical mm-hmm. syllabus is so, sure. so similar. And so it's like, how do you want to look at it? Do you want to find all the differences? So then you're going to find differences. Do you want to find the similarities? You're going to find the similarities, you know. Yeah. I think, too, um, what was interesting, and this is like maybe a little tiny tidbit, but what was funny to me was um, the guys that taught the Sabre class, super, super good. Um, Very good teachers. Like, I don't know, it was really fun to learn from them. But it was funny a couple times I noticed that, um, you know, they're used to teaching their people and people that are kind of maybe already um, familiar with their system, familiar, integrated into what they're doing. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of different terms that they use. And so a couple times, you know, they would just speed through the, the form that they were doing, the kind of back and forth and that they would have us do. And they'd be like, okay, you know, you prime in second and then <laughs> right, thrust right, in first. Right, right, and, right. you know, they're just using all these terms. And, like, it's just I'm trying to let it wash over me and, and also watch both parts. And it was very, very, like, confusing. And it was just cracking me up because that was so stereotypically martial arts. That's so just, like... Not even martial arts, but just, like, that's just how people are. You know, that cracked me up because I was like, oh, yeah, if you just get so into your thing, you forget when someone else doesn't know all your language, and then right. you just start speaking the language, and they're, like, dumbfounded sitting in front of you going, I'm sorry, can you translate? I think part of the problem with that, though, is, like, 
that uh, we came in, right? And I think they assumed that we had maybe a slightly bit. Uh, we had taken classes from them the previous year, and so maybe they thought we were. It's funny ahead too, like of the. I think you know. I think the things we just said are the exact problems, like what you just said, which is like, well, we kind of already know saber, so we study a style of saber that's similar because styles of saber are similar, but it's different, and so it's like. When they look at us, it's like, oh, yeah, you clearly know how to do saber. So they start talking on their terms. Right, but right. then we can just see the differences, right, right. which We're are like, like oh, oh we don't call it. The, what right, is right. that thing that you're calling? You what know? are you trying? What do you want me to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's something. So we taught a an Aikido class. So maybe we can talk about this. We taught an Aikido class uh, to a bunch of people who I think for the most part had never I think done... there were three people in that class who had done Aikido. Okay. Um, Two of them to I think actually I think all three of them to a fairly large degree. Okay, so they had done. Yeah, two of them had over ten years of Aikido okay. experience. Oh, with wow. belts. Uh, I think the third guy did too. I didn't talk to him enough about it, but the things he was saying to me, I was like, oh, I think he's done quite a bit of Aikido actually. Okay, okay. So, um, but there were also a good number of people who hadn't. Oh yeah, done uh, the vast majority of the class had. Uh, so maybe we could talk a little bit about that and like what what you know what we saw presenting our art to people uh, who maybe weren't even interested. I mean, obviously they were interested in it enough to show up to the class at this thing, but they're not at Combat Con. They're not at an Aikido seminar, right? Right. They're at a a Combat Con thing, a a convention that's more than just those things. So, you know. It was a a cute interest to most of them. Yeah, probably. What's that thing? Here's a novelty. I'll pop into that class. So, um... I don't know. Maybe we could talk about, you know, uh, A, like what we presented to them and why, you know, or you taught the class, Chris. So what you presented them, why you thought the things you presented were important and why you chose to do it that way. And then maybe some of the reactions that we saw from them in terms of, you know, yay, nay, or, you know, did they seem blown away or or did they seem mystified or whatever it is yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, I, I titled the class uh, Aikido, the World's Most Misunderstood Martial Art. Um, and I titled it that, uh, one, to be a little provocative. Um, and then, two, because I think it's really true. Um, and I started off the class with, um, I think Aikido is so forward thinking that we still don't quite understand it. And I, I believe that's absolutely true. And like people go like, oh, you know, Aikido is so dumb because X, Y, and Z. The, the X, Y, and Z answers are usually really stupid they're they're stupid like aikido is trying to <laughs> aikido is trying to create a martial system a system of self-protection that enables you to defend yourself ideally with getting no one hurt now look that's what we all fucking yeah, really want right. that is really what we want that's some uh enterprise uh, star trek yeah yeah shit, it's some that is like star trek it is really yeah. some future shit and, and that's super hard for people to understand because they go okay martial arts is about crushing people no aikido is not about that even a little bit, even a tiny bit. Um, and so, like, I presented it that way, and then I built up a set of lessons um, that basically just, uh, as, as cleanly as I could, took them from step A to B to C. So, i.e., I didn't show them a bunch of Aikido techniques and go, like, here's why Shionage is sweet, or here's why Kodogai is sweet. Here's how you can crush someone with right. Aikido. Right, yeah. In fact, I, I think I spent, you know, maybe five minutes on techniques. So, like, very, like, those kinds of techniques, a very small amount of time. I spent a lot of time on ma'ai distancing, a lot of time on tai sabaki, how you move in relation, a lot of time on hadoki, how you escape holds. Um, and then I showed the different ways in which Aikido 
ideally might be used, right? So, you know, everything from drunk uncle to aggressive person in your house to, you know, and, and like how we would stack these techniques. And and what I got from it, you know, I, I began by telling people like, you know, I, I'm a professional Aikido teacher um, and I, I both love Aikido and sometimes really hate Aikido because of all the confusion and problems that's in it. And at the end of when I got done with everything and I asked if anyone had any questions, there was this uh, lady there and she had never done Aikido before and she really was into it. And she looked at me and she said, what could be bad about Aikido? Yeah, she had this great look on her face. Like, yeah, she's like, I want to hear what's the bad yeah. What you think is bad about Aikido or something like she that. She had like a smile on her it's face and she's like, I don't understand yeah. what would what would be bad. How could the martial art you just presented in any way be bad, you know? Um, and, and that really kind of warmed my heart. It was like, and that's the feeling I think we should have. And not like, you know, I never once said like, oh, you're going to become a badass bruiser with mystic powers and you're going to shoot chi balls or you're going to float into the heavens. But I just laid a really simple but groundwork. But showed them down. how to do that just in case <laughs> you <know. laughs> But um, but I think it was really logical and simple, and to see what the system's trying to do, which is not hurt anyone else while preserving myself, and I think that's right at the heart of what Aikido is, you know. There was another lady there who commented. Uh, she was kind of like watching the class, and she was like, she was like, I really appreciate that you like, you know, I've been to a lot of Aikido classes that are a little bit um like uh, ephemeral or you know kind right. of heady, and she was like, I appreciate that you're <laughs> very like straightforward with with things and like have explanations for things, and it's not about you know magic energy or anything right. like that but it's interesting you know because you you say that um and there wasn't any of that uh really but um it's also not tactical right no you know that's no. not the way that it, it comes off either you know um it's it, you know i i think you did say something about love and I did harmony in the world or yes. whatever some shit like that. Yeah, that's that. what we're yeah. striving for. Uh, you know, so so uh, it is that, but the way, but you can have that, and you can get that goal, and you do that by presenting something that is uh, clear cut and concise and and uh, very straightforward, as opposed to you know, kind of hiding everything behind this kind of language that no one can understand and that's the shit fuck of it right is we hide so much stuff behind our language that like it's it's a way to escape answering questions right because look if you make someone feel stupid because they don't know what you just said they're not going to ask you questions because they're scared they're going to look stupider right so if i go well you understand that you're actually using your chi to balance uh the harmony in them and that's what unbalances them right like and people go oh well shit this guy's smart i better just shut up and listen right I never want to do that. I want to say something as plain as possible that if they don't understand, they feel completely like, like I want to talk like a simpleton and then they can talk back to me and go like, don't understand why you'd put your foot there. And then I'll talk then about it. Go, I'll tell right, you right. why you put your foot there, you know? Yeah. And it yeah. Uh, probably doesn't matter where you put your foot. <laughs> right. <Truthfully. laughs> right. That will be the answer. Well, <laughs> you put your foot there because that's where your foot landed. You right. could put it over here or over there or whatever. But, um... I've, I always find it interesting when we do these kind of things and, and um, for people on the outside, you know, I think people have an idea, especially pe- these people probably have an idea of what Aikido is because even if they haven't done it, they're into martial arts. Uh, martial art people see things and read things and look at things, so they probably had some sort of uh, idea. Um, and it felt as if those, at the by the end, those ideas were sort of gone and were replaced with something that's a lot simpler which is just like we're just moving 
Yeah, what I also really like and- about that was that uh, because most of these people, although no one in the in the uh, class was like you know a super athlete or anything like that, everyone in the class like had done some something before because right. they were that's what they were there to yeah, do. They're all martial artists. They're all martial artists. So like it was it was kind of exciting because like usually we we take people in off the street who oftentimes have never really you know worked out right, or we got to teach them some. right we, body stuff you know and i felt like for the most part this time like even though maybe people were not in the best shape of their lives or anything but like they could put their left foot in front of their right yeah foot everyone and, was coordinated you know could go yeah. oh i'm moving to the outside or oh i don't want to cross my hand across my body a couple times this lady was like wait i wouldn't want to do that i wouldn't want to put my hand across my body and i'm like yes you are correct don't do that um so it was fun to like work with people that like had already kind of had a grasp of like the basic um how you move your body. And, yeah, yeah, and that's not even really Aikido. That's just like, yeah, you know, how to use stuff. your body s- stuff. And so that was really fun to see everyone really take to it very naturally, you know. Um, so that's really exciting because it's like right off the bat, like most of these people except for those three that had, had never done it before. And they all really took to the Aikido like that, you yeah. know. And, and it's easy because you presented it in such a simple uh, way that it was easy to pick up and it was, understand yeah it was layers you know i really wish that i could um i wish i could get this across to uh, aikido teachers um people showing aikido i didn't need to impress them with anything like you know so look back in the day when i would teach a lot of times when someone new would come in i would always work a nikyo in right, the class some kind yeah now because yeah, yeah. nikyo hurts right. and so like when you do nikyo to some new person they're like oh my god i gotta learn that magic power right so like look i understand the tactic i have used it myself i'm certainly not above it but let's find more interesting stuff to work with so i didn't do that at all i don't think there was no there was none of that there was no flips no flips no No, i didn't flip anybody i didn't high fall anybody i didn't hurt anybody i didn't i didn't i didn't talk about you know some magic technique none of that i don't think we even did a single roll actually no we we did not do a single roll we didn't do a single high fall none of it and by the way everyone was super excited about aikido without that okay here's what they were excited about good body positioning and showing why good body positioning is important and showing it to them in an Aikido way, which is a little different than any of those people had seen before. You know, like Aikido has some really clever ideas. And when I showed Uchimawari, for example, to them, this one girl's eyes bugged out of her head. She was super excited. She was like, well, that was really cool. You know, Um, I was training with someone and and the first time um, that she was able to feel like I'm coming around to get her there's an opening she can move through the opening very easily and the first time that she did i mean you could tell you could see it you could feel that she was like oh my god that is the awesomest thing in the world that like here's this moment in time when you want to do something and i'm keeping you from doing that and it had nothing to do with punches kicking uh wrestling whatever it had everything to do with understanding the moment and understanding the movement, right. you know? and that moment and movement is the I key, like in my opinion. Totally, and I think that it was especially exciting to a lot of those people because they were there mostly to do, you know, long sword fighting sure. or lightsaber or whatever the, the heck. Yeah, whatever they they're into, which is a very different kind of thing because it's I want to hit you, you want to hit me, and we're 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 fighting over that, you know. And Aikido's and especially the way that you presented it is so not that that it was like, you know, could be. I think it was for all those people very refreshing. Right. Um, which I think that's the best face of Aikido is that refreshing, like, oh, you know, 
this is also isn't a martial art, but like a really, really different one. I've said this a lot before, but that's what we need to realize right, about right, Aikido. Right, right, it's right, right, different. Right, right. And to quit going like, oh, fuck Aikido because it doesn't wrestle like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Of course it's not. Like, right. it is its own thing. When I think you did something that was really cool, and we've uh, probably talked about it before on the podcast, uh, and I know that you've done it before, but this cool thing, which is um, showing the pins. Like, everyone always wants to talk about the pins. Um and showing how they're doing we actually did a drill and it was really awesome and i think it was refreshing for people to see um the drill in the way that you presented it work for uh the aikido purposes um and that's again what i think you need we need to do is like show like here's the different here's the different thing it's different it's working on a different set of ideas here are those different set of ideas and just let's let's go at them and i think that that is a good way to pre- present it to people. So, and the differences are not fuck yous, and the differences are not, uh, you know, oh, we wish we could be you either. Right. Because I feel like a lot of the stuff that, and I don't mean to be negative, but a lot of the stuff that I see online is very much like, um, kind of that like teenager, like, well, fuck you, mom, I'm my own person, right. kind of thing. Right. Like, I'm different, and I'm I'm setting myself apart because like I I, I have to be negative about it, you right. know. And it's like, no, like, I don't think that that's really... Angsty teenager. Right, very angsty teenagery, which is, like, you know, not what we're about. And, you know, we don't need to put down whatever else anyone else yeah. is doing. But we can also still set ourselves apart and say, we're working on something different. These are just different ideas. And those other ones are good, too. Go do them, you know. But also, check us out, right. you know. Um, that's what's really exciting to me about it. And I think that that's something that we're having a hard time kind of working out among ourselves and i think that's cool and and so uh, to me i also think that like i don't know and i I hope this podcast doesn't sound too much like we're tooting our own horns but um so truthfully so everyone knows just up front you know the reason that we went to combat started going to combat con in the first place was because we were interested in all the other shit that was happening um and teaching was yeah last uh, year was the first year i taught an uh, ike was right right uh and teaching teaching was a good way to get in into that right is to present we could go for free sorry combat con people but um so uh so that's why we started and and you know for a while i think there was this thing about wanting you know how do you teach aikido and call it aikido um or not um because and, it's mostly a historical European well because it's or? just it's different stuff and and how well would it be received by the the yeah the first the, year the know. first year that i went actually um that was the first i had sent them a, a request telling them the classes i wanted to teach and they said hey that's cool and they said you know normally this is completely limited to people who do european martial arts and western style martial arts but if you want to teach an aikido class we'd be interested in trying it and then i was like well you know i don't want to step on any toes so it was still two years of teaching there before i finally taught an aikido class you know so it was different um it's not aikido right in in so I, but I think that it's nice to now be able to present that in this kind of showcase um, because I think too often Aikido does get lumped in with either Japanese arts or, um, you know, like jujitsu, uh, judo, like, you know, stuff that's not, or MMA. Like, it doesn't, it, it, it's very niched you know we're, we're right. setting it aside as the, as its own little thing instead of presenting it to everyone and going like hey 
whoever wants to do this can try it out and it's gonna be it, it might have something for you, you right know? right so I think this is something we just need to be doing more often you yeah know, really that, that, I think that's my point is yeah. just you know get out there be in front of people you know you don't have to like always be at the tea ceremony doing your demonstrations yeah. or whatever which yeah. we've done before but you know you can you know try to make inroads with with other people who might be interested and i think this is cool thing about the world right now is that uh things aren't as segmented as they used to be um so that you know while this is a generally western or european uh thing they're totally cool if someone wants to come in and try to do some right you know japanese martial arts or whatever uh and on the flip side of that people who are doing hema are also like, oh yeah, why why not try this thing? Why not try this different thing that I haven't done before? This uh, Japanese martial art. So, it's it's interesting to me because you know, like I um, I kind of went away from Aikido a little bit for a while there because I wanted to do mixed martial arts, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, that kind of stuff. And um, uh, what brought me back was that Aikido was different than that stuff, right? So like you know, I started martial arts with this really limited, typical view, right? Of like, I want to be a crusher, and then like. Uh, so I did Aikido, and I was sad that Aikido didn't make me a crusher. And then I went and did other martial arts that made me more of that, and then realized, like, oh, but actually how I want to live my life isn't Not like that. Right. And so, like, Aikido is more what I wanted, you know? And so, like, that's the stuff we should be, you know, really embracing. And if you want to go crush things, go crush things for a while. And then maybe that's just the path for you, or maybe you'll want to come back and do some other things. And that's what you should be challenging yourself to do with other martial arts you know go talk to other martial artists and and see what they have to say you know i think um that's what's always nice about the vibe at combat con is like the kind of people that are there for the most part um tend to be the kind of people that are like like they know that they're studying something totally historical and not relevant to now you know right right none of them are deluded about thinking that they're like um martial arts masters that are going to go out and whip some ass on the day-to-day right Right. because it's like (laughs) literally whip 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 people because whip whip classes were very popular (laughs) Yeah. During this um, thing. So, bull whip. Like, That's hot. I yeah. like that. Whip ass on the day-to-day. I get a t-shirt. That yeah. is a great whipping ass. That's a day-to-day. meme, at least. On the day-to-day. On the day-to-day. Whipping no, like, ass on the day-to-day. Hashtag. <coughs> whipping ass on hashtag the day-to-day. That That's my new fucking our... hashtag. Hell yes. <laughs> whipping ass on the day-to-day. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway. Um, no, but, like, I think that all the people there generally have an air of, like, I'm just playing with swords, and yep. I know that I'm playing yep. with swords, and yep. I'm I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna fight in the Jedi Knight League yep. right now, yep. and then I'm also gonna go and do some whip classes and some long sword. And so there was a, a saber master. It takes a long fucking time, and I could give you his, his pedigree. It's impressive. He decided eh, I want to go fight in the, the lightsaber tournament. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, like to see a guy who's like a dude no with, joke, a, with a doctorate a with a who saber. teaches people all right. over the world. Right. Somebody who's right. like serious, like this is his life, and he's like, I'm going to go fight in the in yeah. the had a good time tournament. and and honestly proved that traditional physics pretty goddamn good. <laughs> right, and so like that's the air about everyone there is very much like um, like. Uh, I'm, I mean, you know, some of them definitely, like, people, like, you know, you walk around your gear and it makes you feel badass. And, yeah. like, you know, so there's, like, that kind of thing. But for the most part, like, all the people there, like, I'm a nerd. I know I'm a nerd. And I'm hanging out with other nerds and being having a good time. And I don't really think I'm, like, going to kick anybody's butt. 
You know? And at the same time, like those guys are getting in with each other and swinging uh, four foot right, pieces right. of steel as right. hard as they can at each other. So like, pretty, pretty intense. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, like it's people doing hardcore shit with a great attitude about it. I was going to say, there's just not much ego. Like, I mean, right. you know, from person to person, of course, there's always people that are going to come up and be like, hey, hey, bro, you should take my class. Right. You should like, come take my class. Right. Man. It's gonna be and that's awesome. mostly you just because we don't want to be the teacher with no one to show up in their class. Right. Like, right, right, right. Cricket, cricket. Right. But like for the most part, there's like not so much ego, you know, and I feel like like we could take a couple pages out of that book yeah. you know of like a like let's not show up to something like with the air of nobody can teach me anything i'm here to teach everyone else something right like i think that's really like not a great attitude to approach things with and i think that that's something that i see a lot like online and and in meetups that aikido people have there was a meetup recently with two different big aikido instructors um, and there's kind of an air of like, well, you don't need to teach me anything because I know everything there is to know and I'm here to teach you. And it's just like it, it adds like an extra layer of like, well, there's nothing to learn here because no one's here to learn, you know, and it just it doesn't help anything. It doesn't make anything better, you know. Yeah. So it's nice. It was very refreshing to, to see people with that air, that, uh, yeah. that excitement. It's also it's just great too to see like um, – yeah, so this guy who's a, you know, sword master and he's fighting in the thing or he's also taking classes from other people who are, you know. And I think that's yeah, great. And everyone's awesome. there to learn and it's a wonderful experience. So, next year, yeah, uh, July 31st already open. to the August 2nd, 2nd or something, yeah. I think is the thing. So, um and registration, yeah, is already open and book you you sit the flamingo again and yeah, they're not go. paying us to say this, so No, nope, they're not. We just um, like it a it's lot. It's a great time. All right. Also, we should be having up in the next few days uh, from when you're listening yeah, to just this. bonus footage. Yeah, some a little yes. bit of bonus uh, episode, hopefully, um, with our conversation with Jared Wilson, which I felt like was a, a lot of fun uh, and hopefully helpful for other people. So, you know, when I started doing podcasting... Um, a while ago. Back in 04. It might have been 04. It was something like that. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It might have been. I don't remember exactly. It was probably like... What was it now? (laughs) 04? Perhaps it was 04. No, but, uh... The 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 podcast, the guy I podcast... One of the other guys I podcast with started a podcast because someone... He was listening to a podcast and they were like, hey, start a podcast. And he's the... Long story, this is all just to say, like, I hope... Maybe that someone listening to the, the the workshop or the you know seminar lecture we had thought, oh my god, that's awesome, and starts their own podcast. Yeah, because we need more podcasts. Yeah. I feel like podcasts are pretty good. Man. That's all I'm saying. All right, on to the people who make this podcast possible: our patrons, our patrons, who apparently. we love and respect. Um. And we actually, we didn't shout out patrons by name during this thing, but we made it very clear that they're the ones that kind of keep this whole thing happening. Uh, Because it's true. And not just the patrons, but all of our listeners. So even if you're not a patron, if you're listening and sending us feedback or whatever, um, we really appreciate that. Is this thing not working here? Oh, it's coming on. Oh, uh, we're just slow. We're just slow. slow. All right. All right. So here we are with our patrons. Thank you so, so much to our patrons. We super appreciate all your help. Um, you guys are John Smith, Rob you Kitson, guys. Lenny Acuna, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Urbano, Constantinos Andrew, 
Brian Crowley, Franz Martinson, Hillary Jones, Matt Riley, Warwick Dean, Lise Klein, Floor Hennewick, uh, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Christopher Aceto, and Grant Templin. Damn, that's a lot that's of names. A lot of yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, that's really thank awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, no, we're, we're really appreciative of everyone listening. Um, we do have some topic ideas that have come through that we're still sort of sitting on, so we will get to those. But if you have more ideas, please definitely, yeah, please definitely uh, shoot us a message us. Um, at Aikido Fresno on Facebook or uh, Aikido Discussed on wherever you uh, find Yeah, it. you can check us out on SoundCloud or Patreon yeah. and we can see your comments there. Um, we have an Instagram, Aikido Fresno. Um, yeah, maybe we'll it. do uh, post up that picture on uh, of us with all the swords because it was real funny. <laughs> yes, that okay. was good. Uh, tip of the week. Tip of the week. Tip. Of the um, week. Let's make it a good one. Let's really <laughs> dig deep. She didn't have to dig deep. She's been thinking about this for all week. Uh, at no, least that's a week. true. We at were at Comic Con walking and, around. And my tip of the week. Like, Maya's like, I got oh, tip of the week. Yeah, she got it. <laughs> Are you guys done now? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm shutting it up. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more. No, I'm, re- I'm ready to go. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. Um, no, so I'm, as always, it's related to the topic. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This is good. This is good. <laughs> um, Seriously, though, find go outside of your comfort zone. Find a uh, seminar or a um, another school in your another martial arts school in your town or your city, um, and go try something different. I mean, yeah. really, go like I'm challenging you to go take a class. And if you take a class, you know, always ask like, "Hey, how much is the mat fee?" or something. Don't stiff the instructor because that sucks. Um, <laughs> Hey man, people do that. Turn into a morals lesson. Hey, no, 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 you no, no, make no, no. sure you give him you some money. You know, you He's know. a hardworking so, person, well, that teacher. You know, I, yeah, shit happens. Yeah. Um, but you know, like go try out your local jujitsu school, or go do some sword fighting, or look up if there's a local HEMA group, and go try out and see if you want to do some Spanish rapier I thought or something. It, I you thought know? it was really awesome that uh, Jared Wilson, when he started the lecture thing, he said, uh, and I just signed up for oh, a yeah, long sword long class. Sword class. Yeah, he's, he's like, so I'm one September of you guys now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a, a long, yeah. That, which is really awesome. I also maybe I also feel like this should be the like uh, called the I Kidder Disgust and HEMA fan, fan person uh, I yes. try to keep that neutral, yeah. gender neutral fan uh, person, fan person um, podcast. Uh, podcast. Cause, yeah. But we talk about Heman an awful lot. But I, well, I think community. that it's a good example of what we should look forward to as a community. Yes. You know, because it, it feels very, um, very wholesome, very excited, very. Um, I'm very, a dork, but not scared to try dangerous yeah. things or yeah. figure things out. Really yeah. new and supportive and well, growing. And, and the way that they go about everything is just really awesome, you know? So along with the classes and, and competition and stuff, there were a lot of just like the panel. So we listened to a, a, a guy talk about yeah, the colonial martial colonial arts. Martial awesome. arts. Awesome. And this was a guy who had studied uh, for a long time and, and had a whole rundown of, uh, you know, how both armed and unarmed martial arts in colonial America and it was really awesome. I loved it. it um, and you know and I think there are a lot of I get people that would be interested in those kinds of things and and, and so in a lot of ways I feel like HEMA um, exactly like you said it's, it's what we should be looking toward or striving toward pulling some of those aspects into what we do. So. It's a solid community. Yeah. It's really good. It's it's. Uh, I think it's the modern prototype of what what we should be headed towards as martial yep, artists. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Very right, good. Guys. Well, we'll see you next week. See you next week.